Entertainment's podcast from Bottomline Technologies. There was a time when organisations were wary of working together for fear of sharing trade secrets or indeed any resulting revenue. Thankfully, those days are long behind us now, but organisations failing to adapt this new fast-paced digital and collaborative age will almost certainly be left behind. eBay, for example, utilised PayPal's significant expertise to create a slick, smooth customer experience. This set them apart from their competitors and indeed helped to build the foundations of their almost $11 billion company today. Hello, I'm Rich Williams, host of the Payments Podcast, and today I'm talking to Randy McFarlane, Head of Strategic Partnerships and Alliances at Bottom Line. Hello, Randy. Hey, Rich. Randy, welcome to this episode. Um, and in the prelude, I mentioned uh, eBay and PayPal specifically. But there are, of course, countless other examples I could have chosen. Um, expanding on this, why do organisations need to form partnerships today? Well, I think, Rich, I think for me, um, the, the, the first place to start is there's, there's no better approach to solving challenges than uh, the famous saying, two heads are better than one. So... When people think about partnerships, they think about uh, uh, two businesses coming together to, to solve challenges for mutual customers. But actually, you could extend that, and, and that's you know creating internal partnerships between colleagues and departments. Of course, right through to those larger partnerships between businesses, the key here is harnessing the strengths and the ability of others from different corners of your ecosystem. And strategic partnerships benefit everyone in the value chain. So if we start with uh, businesses and employees and customers, the businesses themselves, I think they can broaden their relevance and increase their addressable market. Uh, Customers benefit from the strengths and the offerings that each of the organizations in the partnership brings to the table. And for the employees themselves, um, they can expand their development opportunities by being exposed to new perspectives and expertise. That's interesting. You mentioned there about the um, the importance and the, the the value chain there that affects the customers and the employees as well. Uh, we'll come on to that in a moment, but let's talk specifically about the organisations themselves. When successful organisations collaborate more closely together, what tangible benefits can they expect, and, and what does it look like? Well, I, I think I think the first thing is um, all the successful partnerships. Uh, that we see uh, in in our space or, or, or actually in others too. Uh, they have a laser-like focus on delivering uh, value uh, to the end customer. Um, so, so what that does is that really focuses in on uh, what does a compelling value proposition look like. And that in turn drives innovation, and that in turn drives opportunity, and that in turn drives incremental revenue. So what are those opportunities? So uh, first of all, uh, once you've been through that process, once you've identified what is the customer pain point that we're looking to address here, how can we drive uh, uh, success into those customers, um, it's, it's who do you then take it to? And the beauty of a partnership is um, you have access to new customers. So if, if you've chosen your partner well, um, one thing for sure is, is that their customer base, um, your value proposition will have resonance with them. Um, it will be relevant uh, to them. And of course, you have a customer base that's already purchased and already has that key ingredient, the trust factor as well. 
so, so, and it's the same for the partner, of course. Again, if you've chosen the right partnership, um, what you're able to do is open up a new prospect base uh, for your partner organization, driving incremental opportunity and revenue for them, but really important for you as an organization. So you have your customer base. One of the things that you're doing by bringing in a partnership that, that has relevance and can help solve additional challenges for your customers is you're helping drive more value into your existing customer base. And of course, that goes right to the heart of a, of, of a customer retention strategy. It's interesting. We often see that partnerships are discussed, uh, strategic partnerships or trusted partnerships. Uh, how much emphasis and importance can we place on that? I, I think, so So one of the things you just called out there um, was trust, the word trust. Mm-hmm. And for me, for any uh, strategic partnership uh, to be successful, so I, I said there was one key element, which was the laser-like focus uh, on customer success. So that's one. Um, but two is the trust. So, so the partnerships, certainly, that we enter into, um, it's, it's with the spirit um, of we're in this for the long term. So what does that mean? Uh, that means transparency. That means integrity. And that also means having the ability uh, to say no, actually. Uh, to say no when we think um, we are not in position uh, to uh, deliver the value either to our existing customer base, but more importantly to the mutual customer base too. So if we, if we align that uh, to, to the laser-like focus on um, driving value and success for the end customer, that's when you'll also build up the trust with the customer, the end customer themselves. And what does that mean? That means a longevity relationship, that means loyalty from the customer, and that means additional, uh, additional revenue opportunities. Great. So that symbiosis is clearly key yeah. to that. Uh, and that sounds like a win-win to me. Yeah, absolutely. We do. Um, let's talk about the opportunities themselves. So what yeah. actual opportunities are out there right now for the right partners working together effectively, Randy? Yeah, so I think, I mean, it depends on the partnership, but I think you could probably boil it down into a few areas. Um, we've just talked about the access to, to new customers, uh, of course, so that, that's an opportunity. Any business is always looking to extend its reach to grow its customer base, so that's one. Um, but certainly when I, when, when I look at uh, what, what we're looking to achieve uh, from our strategic partner initiative uh, at Bottom Line, um, so of course it's the opportunity to, to access new markets and new sectors, uh, perhaps uh, where, where we wouldn't necessarily uh, have a footprint, um, a partner uh, can take us into that space, so, so that opens up a, a whole plethora of, of, of new ways that we can uh, grow and extend and evolve and transform as a business. Um, we talked about the added value proposition uh, for, for the existing customers. I think uh, that gets played out across all partnerships as well. Uh, so it's not just about the access to new customers, but it's about adding more value into your existing customer base. 
um, building brand awareness as well. So, so there's there's a, a sort of brand awareness, a brand association uh, type thing. So, so we we help each other um, uh, drive market awareness and also and also drive the agenda of the market uh, uh, as well. Um, so, so again, that sort of two heads are better than one. Uh, having two uh, parties coming to the table with their resources, um, with a combined agenda, uh, with a common goal, uh, you can really get some momentum uh, around that particular piece. Um, and expanding geographic reach uh, as well. So, so for many organisations, we're, we're uh, living in an increasingly globalised world. Um, so, so as as we as as organisations look beyond their home markets, um, how do they how do they penetrate? other geographies uh, without overextending themselves, without having to put feet on the ground, without, without having to build up whole infrastructures and resources. Uh, the right partnerships can facilitate that as well. So it's all about growth. And I think the very, the very, the very thing that underpins all of that is you can win more business. Very simple, win more business. Thanks, Randy. Um, let's start drawing to a conclusion now by looking at some uh, other real-life use cases where companies have maximised the benefits of a mutually successful relationship. Um, what other examples can you draw from? Um, I'll mention a couple uh, that we at Bottom Line are up to, but um, one I thought that was quite uh, innovative um, was I saw that PayPal and uh, Toronto Parking Authority um, had entered into a partnership whereby... Um, they worked together to develop an app. Uh, PayPal socialized the ability uh, for uh, Torontonians, or, or not sure what to call people who live in Toronto, but uh, um, for their ability to, to seamlessly park anywhere utilizing the app, so prepaying with the app via their PayPal account. Um, and, it, and it really, really drove incremental revenue for PayPal, uh, but, but also uh, from, from a, a customer loyalty um, and uptake take um, but also um, a, 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 a sort of a customer satisfaction perspective uh, to do with the Toronto parking uh, service um, that absolutely went through the roof and that's something that's been very successful so I've, I've seen that PayPal are now uh, looking to replicate that with different uh, uh, cities across Canada so that's been a good one. Here ourselves um, at bottom line so uh, I think about our partnership uh, with uh, Starling Bank uh, that we've entered into to, to uh, allow uh, real-time payments. Uh, so this is a, this is a new 24-7 service uh, that allows banks and corporates to send and receive and also track payments in real-time. Uh, in UK uh, bank accounts. And why that's important is because for many corporates and banks, uh, becoming a direct member of the uh, FASA payment scheme can be challenging, very challenging. The implementation cost, the payment expertise, and uh, the restrictive timelines can extend the project into many months. It's, it's a real overhead. And it also leaves the ongoing uh, compliance burden inside the organization. So. The partnership between Bottom Line and Starling Bank solves this issue. It solves this issue, and it supplies an API-driven, real-time uh, payment and settlement service, and and all the core or all the core benefits of 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 historical access to to faster payments. So that's a good one, uh, we think, and and that's that's uh, proving very popular uh, with with uh, corporates and banks alike. 
And I think, you know, uh, earlier in the conversation, we talked about um, it's, it's become an increasingly uh, globalized world. And many of our customers, uh, large and small, and that's quite interesting, actually, not just the large corporates, but also SMEs, um, they're asking for, for payments uh, to be added in, in several, several currencies. Um, you know, they, they, are, they are looking to extend, um, move into, in, into new geographies, and the sort of international payments um, is, is extremely complex, uh, highly regulated. And so what we've done is we've uh, teamed uh, with a partner called Currency Cloud. Um, they've got very uh, pioneering uh, APIs, and then together uh, we can deliver real value for the customers. And, and so what we've done is we've combined our intelligent payments platform, seamlessly uh, connecting through their APIs uh, with, with Currency Cloud, and ultimately the value is, is that the customers will enjoy a simple-to-use uh, transaction process to place suppliers and employees abroad. Uh, so that solves that challenge uh, for, for big businesses and small businesses alike in doing international payments. Great. And calling back to what you said earlier, that's driving the needs and the requests of the market. More smart, more simple, more secure. Fantastic. Um, closing remark then, Randy, um, for anyone listening who might be thinking about um, partnering with a business such as Bottomline, maybe taking advantage of some of the things that we're looking at at the moment, what would be uh, a suggestion for them? Pick up the phone. Give me a call. <laughs> Give me a call. Open for business. Open for collaboration. Let's do this. <laughs> um, Randy, thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, really exciting to talk to you. Thanks, Rich. Well, unfortunately, that's all we have time for. We'll be back with some more podcasts very soon. And in the meantime, you can listen to more episodes on all things payments at the touch of a button using your preferred provider. And we'll see you all next time. The Payments Podcast from Bottom Line Technologies.